0: Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, January 6, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Today marks a one-year anniversary of the awful Capitol riot. A record number of workers have quit their jobs. Manhattan's new DA tells staff to stop prosecuting many crimes. The average American worries about money six times a day. Also ahead, what really happened? in the Capitol riot situation. But first, lawmakers in Washington marking the anniversary of the January 6th riot. President Biden, Vice President Harris, Speaker Pelosi all will speak today. Protests are planned in Washington by both far-left activists and the far-right. Donald Trump canceling a scheduled press conference today. The former president will comment on the situation at a rally in Arizona later this month. Data from the Labor Department confirms a whopping 4.5 million Americans quit their jobs in November, the most on record for any month. Employers posted 10 million job openings during the same period. Companies slashed 22 million jobs in April of 2020, you may remember, when COVID shut down a country. But now, if you want to work, you can. But some Americans do not want a job. Manhattan's new district attorney, Alvin Bragg, instructing his office to stop prosecuting so-called low-level offenses. According to the DA, criminals will no longer face charges for trespassing, traffic violations, resisting arrest, prostitution, marijuana possession, and heroin selling on the street. Can you believe it? Bragg will only seek prison time for homicides and other violent felonies. He also plans to charge gun-wielding thugs with misdemeanors. And as I said, if you're a drug pusher, a misdemeanor as well. Unbelievable. A new survey from one poll says the typical adult stresses over personal finances six times each day. About one in four workers have nothing, nothing at all, save for retirement. An additional 25% believe they will have to work past the age of 65. Since the year 2000, the number of employees in their 70s has doubled in America. The average citizen has less than $1,000 in savings. A third of us have nothing in the bank at all. In a moment, the true story of the Capitol riot. Right back. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, and it is a dark day. One year ago, the Capitol riot ensued in Washington, D.C. Now, the media reporting has been essentially dishonest, so I am going to tell you the truth about what happened that day. It all started when President Trump, believing the election was a fraud, called for his supporters to demonstrate in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. About 800,000 Trump supporters descended on the nation's capital. They were mostly peaceful, but 800 of them, approximately, peeled off and invaded the Capitol building, trying to intimidate Congress into not certifying the electoral votes. Before that, President Trump gave a speech, an outdoor speech, you'll remember it, where he said the election was a fraud, but we need to demonstrate peacefully against it. He used the word peacefully. Well, obviously, some of his supporters did not follow that advice. They were violent. When I say violent, you don't smash windows, kick in doors, and assault police if you're not violent. Particularly when the Congress of the United States is in session and they don't know what the deuce is happening. This is horrible. And if you don't believe that, just look at what's happening in Kazakhstan today, where thousands of people are being killed as they riot against the government. We don't do that here. We are not a third world nation. Anyway, President Trump retreated to the White House after his speech again asking for demonstrators to be peaceful, and watched this unfold on television. But he did not act fast enough, in my opinion, to tell his supporters to get the deuce out of the Capitol, to cease and desist. That was the big mistake Donald Trump made. Finally, he did that. Finally, he tweeted and made a statement that this is unacceptable but he was sympathetic to the crowd in general because they were demonstrating on his behalf. So the media took that and ran with it and said, President Trump incited the riot, President Trump wanted this to happen, and that isn't true. Because on January 5th, as we have proven here, he requested the National Guard be sent to Washington to protect the Capitol one day before The whole thing unfolded. Now, you're not going to hear the media report that, and you're not going to see the House committee zero in on that at all. President Trump couldn't order the troops because the Constitution says the Guard has to be called out by local authorities, in this case, the mayor of Washington, D.C., and the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Well, why didn't Pelosi request the Guard? Nobody even asked the question. I'm not justifying anything okay? January 6th was terrible, should never happen again. But the full story is not what Americans are hearing. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com, where you can see me on television each night. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. America is home to some of the most diverse foods found anywhere in the world. Tex-Mex, Cajun, Maine lobsters, even wild python meat down in Florida. Despite the bounty of food, a recent survey from Grubhub confirms the most popular dish in the USA is pizza. And here is the story behind the slice. The first mention of pizza can be traced back to ancient Egypt. Paintings from 2000 BC show cooks putting oils, herbs, and vegetables on top of baked bread. The dish then traveled to Greece and eventually to Rome because it was simple and inexpensive. Now, the modern pizza pie originated around Naples, Italy in the early 1700s. The food was typically eaten by peasants as a quick meal before work. Nearly 200 years later, Italy's Queen Margherita went on vacation to Naples. She found the combination of soft white cheese, fresh tomatoes, and basil delicious. The dish would ultimately be christened the Margherita Pizza. The slice crossed the Atlantic Ocean in the early 20th century. Italian immigrants opened Lombardi's Pizzeria in New York City in the summer of 1905. Within a decade, dozens of similar pizza restaurants could be found all over the country—Philadelphia, Chicago, Boston, L.A. By the end of the Second World War, pizza was eaten by most urban families at least once a month, again because it was tasty and inexpensive. Today, Americans consume three billion, with a B, pizza pies every year. Three billion. The average adult ingests 40 slices annually. There are currently 70,000 pizzerias in the USA. Most popular topping, pepperoni. And here's something else you might not know. The world's most expensive pizza can be found in New York City, of course. Diners in lower Manhattan can order the Platinum Double Margarita pizza. The slice features lobster, caviar, black truffles and gold shavings, whatever that is. Four slices of the Margarita Double will set you back 500 bucks. Mama Mia. Back after this. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.